Welcome to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William, featuring award-winning financial advisor and former host of the Sunday Money Show, News Talk 1010, Paul Baraka and his associate advisor, William Baraka. Creating and keeping wealth does not need to be complicated. Paul and William will cut through confusing and contradictory financial advice to give you the real facts to help you invest better and enjoy a worry-free retirement. The views and opinions expressed in this video may not necessarily reflect those of IPC Securities Corporation. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Hello and welcome everyone to episode 34 of Retirement Straight Talk with Paul Barreca, that's me, and my certified financial planner, Associate William Barreca. And welcome, whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us on one of the streaming services. Today, we've got a really fun program. We're going to talk about what everyone wants to talk about, and that's death. We're going to talk about the role of the executor, pitfalls and problems. Greatly misunderstood topic, by the way. We get questions on this all the time. And so we thought we'd spend some time on some of the basic things today, right, Will? What is an executor? Who should be an executor? Does the executor actually have to do their job? We're going to talk about what if you don't have anyone you can name as an executor? Should you pay your executor? What about the potential liability? And a couple of things you read the person writing the will and the executive really need to provide super, super, super important. If they don't do it, they're going to leave a mess for their beneficiaries. So why don't we start at the beginning, which is pretty simple. What is an executor? And well, I think you got a definition there, right? Yeah, an executor is just a person or it can be an institution, as we'll kind of get into more later. I'm appointed by uh, the person who draws up the will just to carry out the terms of their will uh, after they've passed away. And in other words, the word testator can be a definition of the person who's made the will. So that's all it is. Person who has to take care of what the person who wrote the will wants done. And by the way, that can be pretty simple or it can be quite complex depending on the nature of the circumstances. Generally, Paul, who should be the executor? Well, you want someone you trust, obviously. Often people appoint a family member, a sibling, a son, a daughter, maybe a close, whomever. Generally, though, you want someone your age or younger. Now, that depends on how old you are. If you're 88 years old, you don't want to appoint someone your age. Probably not a good idea. So yeah, generally, you're being, younger. Being an executor, I think a lot of people don't realize it's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. And and like you said, there's also potential liability there for the person on that takes on the role of the executor. So in addition to all those criteria you laid out, you don't just appoint someone to be an executor because no. you have to have a discussion with them, ask them if they're willing to do it explain to them what's potentially involved here because it could be like you said maybe you're a trusted son or daughter that that you have but maybe just they have so much stuff going on in their life whatever it is they have to deal with their own family maybe they have a medical issue whatever it is for whatever reason maybe they can't take on the role 
or maybe you have an, a child who just isn't financially I don't know what the best word to use, but they aren't. Well, they need. They should have some expertise in this area. Yeah, they're, it's, it's they're not... the most well versed in, in financial matters. They're, they should. There should be a basic level of understanding there if they are going to be your executor. Yeah. So, in addition to all the criteria you laid out, have that discussion with them. Make sure they're willing to do it because the executor doesn't have to do the job just because you appointed them, do they, Paul? Well, that's a good question. They don't have to do it now. Why wouldn't they want to do it? Well, you know what? Maybe you appointed your sibling, Joe, whatever, to do it. And the moment he needs to do the job, maybe he's got a sickness in his own family. Maybe his spouse just got cancer. Maybe one of his kids got in trouble. Well, he's got to focus on his own family. Then to throw this on him, you might say, look, I just can't do this right now. You never know what's going to happen. And, and that's why we always recommend that you always make sure there's a contingent or secondary executive. In other words, if the first one cannot or will not do it, there's someone else there that you appoint that can do the job. Because if that if there's no one there, well, then you get into a nasty situation where the government might appoint someone. And I don't know about you, William. The last thing I want is the government appointing someone to take care of my entire financial assets. Yeah, I don't I'm think with, I'd want with that. You there. Now, th there are options, Paul, if if you feel no one is, is up to the job, no one you know is capable or, or willing to do it, there are trust companies out there that you can appoint to do it for you. It makes sense, like if you have a very complex estate, yeah. with shares of a private corporation, farmland, rental properties, et cetera, maybe you have family and friends, but they, they live far away from you, so it's just not yeah, ideal point. because of that to do. Maybe your family has a history of infighting, so it just could could be a way to help reduce tensions around around the estate. There's obviously a cost that goes with it. These trust companies don't do it for free, but there there could be definite value in there for the right situations. Yeah, we've had situations where we've had clients saying, "Well, I have my brother, but he lives in Vancouver, mm -hmm. not very practical, or Montreal, or they live in Phoenix or some other country." not very practical to have it done by someone who's not close and you're close to by the way also All right sometimes it's just worthwhile to pay a trust company and there's trust companies you can set up ahead of time in other words you arrange it now right. and it's put right in your will this trust trust company is going to do it the arrangements have been made and they're paid by the way talking about being paid it's often a good idea even if it's a family member to pay them it's a lot of work you know, you've got two siblings, one doing all the work. They're going, hey, excuse me, I'm a little under the weather, did it? So now it's important when you pay the trustee, you don't say in your will, oh, for your services, we'll pay you X dollars. And by the way, it's executor can be paid up to 5% of the estate. Now, that's obviously something you can do. That, that could be a lot. But it's better if you say in the will that you're going to pay them for this work. Now that's taxable. The executor, well, you don't want that. You just leave them a little extra money. You say, okay, my brother Joe is doing the estate and I'm going to leave him an extra whatever in the estate. You don't say what it's for. You just leave him a little extra. Then it's not taxable. It makes more, way more sense. Yeah. So another thing about... The executor, the executor can have liability. Now think about this for a moment. 
the executor may make investments in the estate. Maybe there's an investment account and they don't do very well. Well, you know what? You could be sued by one or more of the beneficiaries who could say, hey, you did a lousy job of this investment. You shouldn't have put it in this. I'm suing you and you're liable. Or something else happens. There can be a lot of, depending on the complexity of the estate, there could be a lot of documentation if there is a business or, or the will is not worded specifically accurately. And you make a distribution and someone can attack you and they're saying, well, that's not what the will says. Or that documentation yeah. didn't have a proper signature or whatever. You can be sued. Now, you can buy insurance, by the way, if you're an executor for this. That's probably not a bad thing to do, by the way. So just be aware the executor has liability. Yeah. can be sued. Another thing, Paul, like the, the CRA could even come after the executor if the, if the estate isn't distributed properly. Like, for example, if they distribute the RSPs from the estate without a clearance certificate, and then there's still a tax liability in the estate, uh, the executor, and it has happened, the CRAs come after the executor and they've been liable for it. By the way, that's really what probate is. I mean, people whine about probate. Oh, I don't like paying probate fees. And of course, no one likes paying it in their estate. But probate is there to, to essentially to say, yes, this will is authentic. So once the will's been probated, really the executor can be more comfortable saying, okay, it can be distributed this way. So in a sense, the probate can be there to kind of help with reduce the liability for the executor. By the way, finishing up a couple of things. If you are writing your will that you need to do to avoid leaving your beneficiaries a big financial mess, you need to put down on paper call it an estate directory, whatever. You can call it whatever you want. It's a simple checklist of everything you have. Where's your bank account? What branch? What's the account number? Where's your safety deposit box? Where's the key? Where's your investment accounts? Where's the detail of your properties? Where is this? Where is that? Otherwise, the executor is going to have a hell of a job trying to figure out where this stuff is. And by the way, something that's come up now, new. what about your digital assets? Maybe you've got all your family photos on a cloud somewhere. Well, that could be lost forever unless you let people know, hey, here's all the family photos. There's the username. There's the password. Or maybe you have a lot of financial. I mean, I keep everything on the cloud myself now. And you want to make sure if something were to happen to you tomorrow, that someone can access all that personal financial information. Super, super, super important. Call an estate directory or whatever you want. There's a number of different names for it. Okay, let's wrap up here, Paul. Okay, so that's basically it for today. Again, just quickly summary. We talked about what is an executor. We talked about who can be an executor. Does the executor have to do the job? If you don't have someone you trust to be an executor, talk about the use of a trust company, talk about payments for uh, the executor's time, which can be substantial. We talked about the executor's liability, how they can be sued by beneficiaries, and talked about something everyone should have, which is an estate directory, which is essentially an inventory of every single thing that you own to make the executor's life easy. So moving forward, the next, we're going to take a bit of a 
a bit of time off for the summer. We're going to be rolling some of the best of Retirement Straight Talk with Paul William for the summer. And then we're going to look at, you know, we've done 34 of these, William and I. We've learned some things. We're going to try and improve on what we're doing. Come back around September 5th with some some changes in the program that we think you're all going to really like. In the meantime, if you like what we're doing here, hey, rate us, subscribe us, and please pass us on. And by the way, if there's things you'd like us to talk about, hey, Paul, William, I'd like you guys to chat about this. Just send us an email at info at westendwealth.com. That's info at westendwealth.com. Hey, listen, everyone, enjoy the summertime. Enjoy the warm weather. We don't get that much of it here in Canada. Thanks, everyone. Have a great summer. Bye-bye now. This podcast was brought to you by West End Wealth Planning, an award-winning wealth planning practice catering to small and medium-sized business owners and to those looking to create a worry-free retirement for themselves and their families. To learn more, go to westendwealth.com. Don't forget to rate this podcast and subscribe to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.